Oh, shit. What do you think of this? And I don't think I'm ready. So kick it, kick it, kick it, kick it. So kick it, kick it, kick it. So kick it, kick it. Feisty's 45 podcast. Here we go. Right now, there will be no actual like, but you know, structure to anything that we're doing at this point. No, I'm not doing sound effects. No mute. Maybe I'll put music later. All over the place. I think we need to have a topic that we land on. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about maybe kind of like doing like a you know what really grinds my gears type of thing like things that really just piss me off <laughs> you know yeah if you want me to we do um, need to figure out some sort of format because i don't want I it to be too hard i start coughing so hard that i piss my damn okay, pants just let you know i just hit the record button that's okay and we're going everybody here better be 420 friendly that's all i have to say <laughs> so uh anyway this is dj episode and i'm here with my good friend and I asked her, you know, I'm really loving doing this podcast thing. So I said, who else is an interesting person? <laughs> and you came up with me. And fucking Feisty. Oh, Lord. Feisty needs her own show. So I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know, you know, what she's going to talk about. Apparently she needs someone to interact with. I wasn't trying to do that. Well. But here we are. Yeah, we're going to have to do a little back and forth here. I mean, we can go back to the past. We can talk about what Feisty used to be or who Feisty used to be mm-hmm. versus who Feisty is today, which there's about seven people at my place of employment that can't get rid of the Feisty, like, name. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, my, my general manager. My general manager calls me Feisty. And it's funny to me because some people will be like, who? What do you, who, who is that? Who is Feisty. Well, sit yourself down, because it's about to be story time. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear it. How'd you come up with Feisty? I didn't, actually. It's a pretty funny story how I ended up with the name Feisty. Um, back in high school, I drove a Ford Festiva. Mm-hmm. And it's like a a pregnant roller skate on pizza cutter wheels. Like, this thing could drive in and out of ditches. It was badass. Mm. Had the best gas mileage of any vehicle I've ever driven. Like, I could drive on a tank of gas for, like, a month. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I was in a small town. You didn't have to go very far to get anywhere. So, you know, we just cruised around, and we always took my car because it was so good on gas. Well, we used to, we named it the Feisty Festiva because this damn thing just would never die. Mm. So, fast forward a few years, and the internet becomes a thing, and email becomes a thing and my mother gets her computer and she sets up her AOL online and she's like hey I set you up an email and I'm like okay well what is it she's like it's feisty6 at AOL.com really? and I go mom she says what I go what's the feisty for she's like oh the festiva she's like you remember the feisty festiva and I was like yeah okay I was like well what's the six for she's like that's your apartment number Fair enough. So that's my email address. And I'm, you know, cruising your on. Mom, your mom crowned you. Oh, no, no, no. It gets better. Oh. It gets better because the feisty was for the festiva and the six was for my apartment. Well, I've got this email address and this is when AOL and Yahoo Messenger were a thing. So everybody's online talking in chat rooms and, you know, mm-hmm. hooking up. Mm-hmm. Basically, that was the culture is you met people online and then blah, blah, blah. I was not... Yes, I was. Yes, I certainly fucking was. I was. So I'm at Gronos, okay? Gronos! <laughs> Here we go. 
Fast forward to Gronos. So I'm dating this guy who is the karaoke DJ at this bar called Gronos. And we were always there. We were there every night of the week, it felt like. Well, this dude that I was dating, his name was... Yeah. Given name. If you hear me, sorry, I'm busting you out. Anyway, so he gets transferred for his job up to the Mall of America because he was the general manager of like a Spencer's Gifts, I want to say. And Lane Grono, the guy that owns the bar, he's like, I show up one night and already left to do his job. And he was like, yo, if I pay you $25 and free drinks all night long, will you DJ for me? Will you start this karaoke show? I'm losing customers. And I was like, yeah, he's like, I'm losing people. People are leaving. We need to have karaoke. I'll show you how to do it. I'll give you 25 bucks and I'll, I'll let you can have all the free drinks you can handle. Mm -hmm. Great. So I'm like, okay. So I, I do the first night. And of course, since the whole bar has already cleared out, nobody's wanting to sing. I'm basically having to just be the only one up there singing song after song after song. And I'm like, this is terrible. Like, what were you singing? What, what God, back in the day, I would say, I would say my karaoke go-tos were like Dixie Chicks. Yeah. Yeah, but Bonnie Tyler. Oh. Total eclipse of the heart, like. But I'm, I mean, I'm headlining here, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, yeah. I can't do just. Sta- I just can't stand here and sing all damn night. Oh yeah, and I belted that shit out because by this time I am completely wasted because I'm drinking for free. I'm yeah. taking advantage. Right. So I figure out, okay, I can't just stand here and sing all night long. So I'm gonna play some music. So I see that he's got kind of like an old, um, like one of those CD components from back in the day when you had the big stereo and it was like tape cassette and it was all stacked. Yeah. He had this single CD component stacked on top of another single CD component with no mixer. But I realized that I can play songs on one CD and then switch it over and do the second CD. So basically I was mixing without a mixer. What year was this? Oh God, it would have been like before 2000 it had to have been like 98 or 99 okay i was very young Mm -hmm. um so apparently he decides he likes what i'm doing and he offers me a job as his new kj he's like keep doing the whole songs in the middle thing because that keeps you know the crowds here and they're they're appreciating it and liking it or whatever Were there was the crowd responding to what you were doing they were actually enjoying the music more than they were wanting to sing (laughs) so people were like dancing whereas the night was supposed to be for karaoke. You were creating a party. I was creating a party atmosphere without even knowing what I was doing. Right. So a few weeks goes by and he decides he's going to keep me on as his DJ. And I'm like, I'm going to need more money than this $25 shit. You get 25, 25 and free drinks. Okay. I was like, we're going to, I'm going to need you to pay me a hundred dollars a night because I'm going to keep your people here. And I'm, you know, whatever. <laughs> so the legend begins. So it begins. So I started doing this. People are actually showing up to Gronos before I even get there. I can't find a parking spot at this point. Mm. Mm. So I'm, I'm rolling in at 8 o'clock on a Friday night and there's nowhere to park because people are anticipating this like fun, dancey situation that I've created for the place. I roll in one night and there's one of those old school like light up signs with the arrow across the top that has like the lettering. Mm-hmm. You see them in like old gas stations and old grocery stores. Yeah. Had one of those signs in front of the building, and it was all, Come rock the house with DJ Feisty Six tonight. <laughs> Feisty Six? I go inside, and I'm like, Yo, Please. who did the sign? And he's like, I did the sign. I go, 
Lane, that's my motherfucking email address. Like, do you know what you're doing right now? I'm like, there's a, there's 150 AOL creepers just driving by like, oh, that bitch is in there rocking the house. What? So he actually gave me the name DJ Feisty. I dropped the six and that shit stuck. And I'm talking, I am 44 years old right now. And I have people coming into the restaurant that I serve at requesting me by Feisty. Yeah. Like, in the notes, yeah. we want Feisty to be our server. I, I can't call you Andrea. You it's can, but weird. I feel like I'm in trouble. It's very weird. <laughs> I got people now calling me Drea. Drea. Drea's a new one. So, shout out to Lane. He did yeah, that, Yeah, Lane huh? hooked it up on the Feisty name, I wow. guess. So, let's go past that. You started at Gronos, okay? And then... You know that place was a legend. People yeah, no, still no, talk about spot. that bar. That was your spot. To Absolutely. this day, the people that I've I run into people that are like, "Girl, I'm I'm from back in the Gronos days," and I'm like, couldn't even tell you like who they are. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I did meet one very important person at Gronos. <laughs> you ready for this? Yeah. That's where I met Jason Momoa. Oh, really? Yeah, he okay. used to, So his cousin Jenny was one of our regulars, and every so often she would come in and do, like, uh, jello shots. We'd have jello so shots, and she'd pass them around the bar. You know, I think like five bucks a jello shot or something like that. Mm -hmm. But at the time I met him, he was... Um, he had just started doing the Hawaii Baywatch situation, and he was so quiet, just not a very loud mm -hmm. person at all. Tall, quiet... A little weird mm -hmm. hot so hot <laughs> but he would stand in my booth while jenny was doing her shot sh stuff and we'd stand around and make fun of people so we connected and then i didn't hear from him or see him for like god it was probably 10 or 15 years and then out comes cole drago or call drago or whatever the hell he is from oh game of thrones game of thrones yeah, yeah. and i was like i know him mm. Like, I, I know who that is. Yeah, because he's from here, right? Or he's from Norwalk. So yeah, he grew yeah. up... Um, he grew up basically bouncing back and forth between his mom and his dad. His mom is from here, grew up here, lives here. His dad lives in Hawaii. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Apparently, right. they met... Enough about him. We don't give a shit about Mimosa. So, after Gronos, you obviously caught some type of DJing bug where you felt you needed to kind of take it to the next level? <coughs> well, what I think had happened was Gronos was closing. Mm -hmm. And old Bobby D was a regular at Gronos. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Bobby, Bobby fucking D. What up, Bobby? Well, I haven't heard that name in a while. So he was coming to Gronos a lot, along with a lot of the people from the drink and... and uh, Oh, yeah. Coconut Joe's that crew. Was, that was a thing. Because Gronos ended up being kind of an industry place where all of the people that had to work at those bars and clubs would come to hang out when they weren't working at their bars and clubs. Again, 98, 99? Yeah, almost 2000-ish. Okay. And uh, Bobby comes in one night and he's like, yo, I've got this. I'm opening this bar downtown. I think you would be great. We're going to do a hip-hop night and I would like you to do my hip-hop night. And I was like, "Wow, all right. I mean, Abiza. okay. So it was a Biza. Was it was it originally a Biza? So he he had already opened it, but it hadn't really gotten a lot of um, static. Like not a lot of people knew about it because back when when a Biza was a thing, if you remember this, downtown was a ghost town. It was a ghost town. Yeah. There was nothing going on down there. I think it was Papa's Planet and Generations were down there, but that was it. Right. 
it wasn't it what was it is today. Dark, it was dark. It was desolate. Like we were in this mm-hmm. tiny little bar that wasn't. We didn't even have a sign, if I remember right. No, there was no sign. No, maybe there was a sign, but it was like not a lit sign. Mm-hmm. It was just whatever. Yeah. And uh, I was doing Tuesday nights, but. Mm-hmm. Then this asshole comes in. Uh, see, this is not what I wanted. To do. <laughs> no, it. This, you got. This is. This was funny though. This is how we met, and this is how this we became friends. This isn't about that. It. It is to a certain extent right, though, ahead. because it is part of the reason why I am, why I became who I am today. Um, I'm doing this the spot, and I was basically opening for DJs. Right, Play right. for the first couple of hours, two, three hours, and then come on and piss everybody off and get it all. <laughs> Coming in with the beer, 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 beer. God, and I remember Bobby being like, God, turn that shit off. People are going to start killing each other in here. And I was just, I was CDs packed up halfway out the door, like, bye. So at that time, you were carrying your own music, right? You I had a huge, yeah. like, one of those big Pro Logic folders of discs. Mm-hmm. That I was carrying around. Um, it. Let's talk about your crates, though. But I can't even see you like that now. It's just it's crazy. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I roll in with my with my big old disc mm-hmm. folder or whatever. Um, but then kind of fell off for a while. I don't know, you know, why he wasn't coming in. But for a few weeks there, I had the whole night, and it was great. It was good. It was good vibes. Everybody was happy. It was about dancing. It was less about, you know, standing in the corner, mean mugging people. It was more about like a like a happy, dancey vibe. And I got kind of comfortable on that. And then one night, I come in, and I go to my DJ booth, and I start setting up. And I see you, like in this dark corner, setting up a table. <laughs> like I don't even know where you were at that point. Like up against that wall. Yeah. But I look over at Luke and I go, "Shout out to brother Lucas." What's up, Lucas? I say, "Who the hell is that?" And he goes, "Uh, that's my brother." <laughs> he's like, "He's gonna DJ tonight," and I was like, "Well, then I'm gonna pack my shit up and go." Oh, I was so Luke, mad. Hold on, Luke didn't. I he mean, did not tell me that you were coming or that that it was gonna be a thing. I just rolled up and saw you there. Because Luke was like a promoter slash fucking. He was bartending at the time. Oh, yeah, he was bartending, but he was, like, you know, the guy, the face to bring <clears throat> people in. and that's Night like, rider. At that type of, you know, yeah. junction when that was happening. Luke, that's fucked up, man. You didn't even warn Fly that I was coming in. He gave me no information whatsoever. Yeah. So, of course, Anyways. me being me, me being feisty, I got attitude and I dipped out. Mm-hmm. And you're yelling at me, come back, come back, where are you going? And I'm like, you're all you, buddy. And I'm off, off I went. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we became best friends ever since. Because you dogged me. What do you mean I dogged You would not leave me the hell alone. You were like, I'm, you, you were calling. You were like, let's do stuff. Let's go. And I'm like, what is going on with this guy? A fascinating creature. I was like, he just, we spent so much time together, like, ridiculous. <laughs> mm. Sorry, I had to throw that in. God. Okay, so after that whole thing. After Ibiza, I ended up at uh, at the loft. Really? Mm-hmm. 
So how long were you at Ibiza? Because we was doing that together, right? We were doing... Yeah. Um... You know, my memory's shot, so you got to remind me of certain things, but... I, I feel like I was still waiting tables while I was DJing at Ibiza, mm-hmm. and I was having a hard time getting whatever job that I was doing. I was having a hard time getting the nights off that I needed off to actually be able to sit in a DJ booth and make it worthwhile. So um, I ended up leaving... God, I left Olive Garden because mm. I had to leave. I was late one night to get to you in Ames because you were like, we're doing a show in Ames and you got to be up here. And I was trying to get off work and they wouldn't let me off work. So I quit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> anyway, I was working with Evan. I was working with E.T. Oh, and E.T. was trying you. to like, yeah. yeah, he was trying to be like, hey, she's got to go. She's got to go. She's got to go. She's got to be in Ames like within the hour. And, and the manager on duty was like, that's not my problem. So he sat a 12 top in my section and I was like, I'm not taking that. He's like, either you take it or you're done. And I said, peace. Wow. And I took off and I headed straight to Ames and I was like, I just quit my job. But <laughs> my, <laughs> well, they wouldn't let me leave. Okay. So how did you end up at the loft then? Um, the loft approached me as well. Uh, Sean Valderrama, may he rest in peace. Um, had heard about me, I think, through some of his employees at the loft. Mm-hmm. And was like, somebody was like, you need to get her in here. She's like, really good. Really good. And I'm like, I don't know where you're getting it, but I, I'm willing to give it a try. So I get in there. And I kind of started running the city with that shit. You did? I did. Yeah. I, to the point where was coming up, like... I remember you. he had approached you about me before he ever even approached me. Mm. Because there was some beef between me and him and his wife. Okay. Well, um, you guys are best friends. Too. Yeah, we're all friends yeah. now, but... I'm not going to get into anything. A long story short, he... I don't want that. He don't was feeling you. a little bit of pain mm-hmm. from the loft. Oh, sure. You know, he was like, she's taking all of the weeknight business that back, I have. Back then, it was very cutthroat. Oh, it was so you competitive. Know, it was who, and it was, you know, who had the hottest night, who was making the money. Mm-hmm. And, da, 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 and I mean, da, da. We're, we're like, it, it was like we were tandem flyering like Clive after five to the point where there was like a line of these like drink employees, like all these girls in like shorty shorts and stuff. And then there was me mm-hmm. and my group of girls just across the way from each other flyering people trying to get him to come to the club because Clive after five was a big deal okay hold on a second where was I during all this I'm just curious while you were at the because you was killing the law you were killing it you, you were, got picked up by so that was or or that was that was when crush no way no you were at aura okay so, I wasn't so you were working for Frankie Pagano yeah. and Psycho then Mike, shout out to Psycho Mike. Which I see him more than I see anybody these days. I see him all the time. Good. Hopefully he's listening. He might be. I mean, it would be yeah. good if he did because I think he should come and do this too. Oh my god, absolutely. He would have. I mean, we get into some conversations just at GT where we're like, we gotta stop talking about this because it's like old, old, old school, yeah. you know. But um, you had been picked up by Aura. Mm-hmm. You were kind of running Aura. You and I weren't really talking a lot around that time because I believe you had started seeing that one of the girls that you were seeing, and we it just uh, we weren't communicating a lot during that time. Right. 
and I'm I'm running shit at the loft. We were we were throwing parties that were just crazy. Yeah, you killing it, man. My favorite part about, I mean, that, that's probably the favorite bar that I worked at was because they gave me carte blanche, do whatever you want, play whatever you want, do whatever you want. I did, and, I did produce a couple of your radio spots, though. Oh, and they were terrible. And I will be playing that in this episode. Oh, they were so, anyway. all the echo. <sighs> at the loft. Loft, 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 loft. 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 <laughs> what's, 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 what's up, Des Moines? It's your girl, DJ Feisty. You ask for it, you got it. At the loft every Saturday night. One dollar drinks all night long. All bottles, jars, wells, calls, and shots are just one buck. I hear somebody say shots. You can't get a better deal than that anywhere. If you haven't experienced a lot yet, you need to get there this Saturday night. We got crazy contests, giveaways, and lovely ladies dancing it up on the ball. Oh my god, this girl's really turning me on. This party kicks off at 8 o'clock and doesn't stop till 2 a.m. At the loft every Saturday night. Winter's on its way, but it's always hot at the loft nightclub Saturday night. Can't find us? We're just off the 8th Street exit in West Des Moines. The loft, your destination for high-altitude fun. Boop, boop. Beep, boop. Boop, beep, boop. Boop, boop. (laughs) (laughs) That was...